Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host, and this is episode 71. You know, I've had a wide range of guests. Uh, generally, we cover the board game industry. We've covered some video games, and occasionally we've covered comics. And so my guest today is, uh, uh, is a comic. Um, I'm not sure, Tyler, what to, to describe you when it comes to <laughs> comics. I'll let you do that. But Tyler James from Massachusetts, who um, is the person behind Comics Tribe. His current project is Oxymoron, the hardcover, uh, with 245 backers, $13,000, and 15 days to go. It's doing quite well. Tyler James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Richard. I'm a big fan of the show, and uh, I will give you some credit for the success of our project because uh, I definitely poured over a bunch of your episodes and wrote down a ton of tips and employed a bunch of them uh, to get ready for this campaign. So, uh, you know, kudos to you. I need to send you a book. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Uh, and if you have, and when you do listen to the show, you realize it's not me. I've had great guests on with great content. And that's why I kind of reached out to you because um, you've been doing some things that I think are interesting that will be interesting to our listeners uh, about your Kickstarter project. But before we do, you know, I kind of butchered the introduction there about what you do. Tell me a little bit about Comics Tribe and this, and what's going on with Oxymoron and kind of where you are with your comic book here on Kickstarter. Yeah, certainly. So I am the publisher of Comics Tribe. Um, we're at comicstribe.com. And uh, we are both a creator-owned imprint of comics and graphic novels and an online resource for creators who are interested in helping each other make better comics. Um, so we have resources for artists, resources for writers, resources, resources for small publishers and small press folk um, like myself. And, um, and yeah, and so, you know, I've been making comics since I was 13 years old. Um, I've... I do writing, I draw, I um, project manage the, you know, the whole soup to nuts things. And, and, and in the past year and a half, I've really been focused on the, the publishing side. And, and, you know, it's, it's one thing to sort of create work in a, in your little studio and, and another thing to actually try to get it out to the masses or something, some, whatever, you know, semblance, uh, uh, whatever resembles the masses. Um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's a difficult challenge, but. Um, sure. So let me, the, let me get yeah, a clarification but, here. Um, so sure. when you say, so, so um, is this like if I like to write or I like to draw comics, I come to you, and then how do you help this resource? What does that mean, a resource for artists yeah. or uh, writers? Well, right. There's, um, there's a number of different um, features on the site um, that will, will appeal to people that are interested in making comics. For example, um, if you are an aspiring writer, and you have uh, have scripts uh, that that you're interested in in getting some feedback on. There's a there's a column that posts every Friday called uh, the Proving Grounds, where a working editor will go line by line through you know about five to six pages of your script, and you know give give you honest actionable feedback on how to how to make that script better. Um, you know a lot of folks that that just start to get into comics um, don't have. A strong understanding of you know what a script looks like or, and, and what what would make a, a script artist ready um, so that's an example of one feature that we have there um, I write a column just about self-publishing that is a every uh, posts every Monday um, we also uh, will review creator owned works um, and to try to you know help uh, creators get the word out about their properties um, and um, there's a, a column on Saturdays that analyzes the best of what's what's on the the stacks each week so there's a number of different uh, resources there. And then there's a forum to, to take things even more, uh, you know, to, to have more conversations as well. So, yeah, okay. we, we, we do a lot there. Okay. 
So let's talk about the comic book industry. Um, I'm not, uh, I, I'm not big into it. I have, I have been in it in the past, but my understanding is the comic book industry is dead. <laughs> That's my understanding. Isn't that what everybody's saying? Well, I would have to disagree with you, Richard. Um, you know, if, That's if, why I'm uh, asking, because you're the yeah, expert. If, uh, if you want to know where pop culture is going to be five years from now, you go into a comic shop today. Because if you look at where pop culture is right now, um, it was in comics first. The the billion-dollar best-selling superhero movie, uh, The Avengers, is a uh, on the one hand, sure, it's a, sure. a 40, 50-year-old property. Um, but, um, but the version or a lot of elements of the version that went on to make all that money was, a, a sort of a revamp that was done within the past decade. You know, the biggest show on cable right now is the walking dead, which comic fans have been reading and, uh, loving for a hundred issues already. So, so, so why uh, would, why would people then be saying, cause I agree with you. Um, why would they, people be saying then the comic book industry is dead? Cause you, you hear that. Yeah. Well, I, I think there is uh there are some problems with the industry um there is a problem there are problems when you know 80 to 90% of the, the comic sales are are of um sort of inaccessible continuity laden um properties that are 40 to 50, 40 to 70 years old okay hang on hang on and wait a minute and, you got to explain what you just said can you do you can you say that in english okay. <laughs> sorry about that so you know um you said you said accessibility continuity what what are you referring to so you want you 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 finish uh you walk out of the avengers movie and you say you know that's awesome i want to i want to read more and then you walk into a comic book shop and there's 15 different avengers titles <laughs> that could be you know it, it's almost like where do you start um and and so there i think there's a little bit of a barrier um for for the average person to to get into um, into okay. you know, some of that old, that old work. And at the same time, um, there's a resistance for, from some retailers, not, not all, and, and probably not even most, but there's a resistance from some to, to try something new because unlike, um, traditional book selling, um, that is returnable. So, you know, Barnes and Noble can stock a ton of books and, and if they don't sell, they can sell them back to the, uh, to the publisher and at the pub and the publisher has to buy them back. Um, retailers in, in the comics and specialty markets don't get to do that. So, you know, um, they're generally a risk averse, uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, folks, but, um, so, so getting new ideas out there to people is a bit of a challenge. And that's why, um, you know, a lot of the innovation that's going on is uh, is also in web comics, and then you're seeing Kickstarter um, being a, a, an absolute huge boon for um, independent creators, people that are interested in doing things, um, you know, maybe a little bit outside of the the traditional comic book um, genres, and, um, and and folks that are are uh, just getting started or or have a small audience, but um, but not something that necessarily scales very well to how the direct market works. Okay. So, so that brings up an interesting point then. So um, you, and that brings us to our topic, which is obviously Kickstarter. And you're saying that Kickstarter is allowing something new to be introduced to the comic book industry. And, and for listeners of the show who regularly listen, they know that, you know, one of the things I keep preaching is that Kickstarter is revolutionizing and transforming almost every industry it touches. So we've talked about board games, video games, and now we're talking about comic books. So talk a little bit about how Kickstarter 
what it's doing. Because right now, as I'm out there, I think there's, a, there's 122 active projects right now on Kickstarter or thereabouts that yep. are comics. Now we're talking uh, comic books that kind of sometimes web comics because they're not broken out. But still, uh, comics has its own category on Kickstarter. But So something there must be attracting these comic people. What's going on with Kickstarter and comics? Why is there this built-up need? And what need is it filling? That's well, a good question, Richard. Um, I mean, I th I think, and and there have been some reports and and people crunching numbers that that have suggested that if you look at you know the amount of dollars going into it, uh, Kickstarter could is potentially funding you know the second it's the second biggest funder of comics out there you know it's slightly behind and and closing fast on you know the Marvels and DCs of the world, so um, it, it is a game changer, and I think. Um, you know, at Comics Tribe, we've we've really been been trying a lot of different approaches to to the publishing things. You know, I I, I have a web comic that that uh, is posted for free, and and then we serialize it and collect it for print and sell it. Um, I, we do the convention circuit and and go to big shows like Baltimore and New York Comic Con. Um, we've um, sold directly to um, retailers and uh, in and just sort of you know starting locally and then expanding our network and and, and selling directly to retailers and then we're also um, next month is our first uh, go around with it but we are going through the traditional uh, m uh, one uh, big distributor uh, uh, to, to get our books you know, distributed worldwide so we're trying all those other things but I've been just, fascinated with what's going on with Kickstarter that um, I really was excited to to try my uh, to throw my hat in the ring there and, and try it with with this uh, one project the oxymoron uh, hardcover um, you know the, the the current I'm not gonna say the current system is is broken because you know every year there are breakout success stories and things that happen and there are you know the Walking Dead which came up in this same system and, and things like that but um but it's a challenging like pre-orders through the uh, original through the existing system is, is challenging you know you're you're not selling to the public directly you're selling to uh, the public by way of retailers and you know 80 to 90 percent of of what retailers end up selling is usually marvel or dc books and books that have been around for 40 to 70 years so getting you know from a smaller publisher um you need to get pre-orders of of 1500 to 2000 books for, for or thereabouts um from retailers uh just to get carried by the big distributors not that's and that's not even saying you're going to make any profit on on print runs of that size um and then you know you have to pay for all your books up front ship them out let them get on the stands and then months later you know maybe <laughs> you'll get some you'll get some money back and make a little bit of profit and so that's sort of a, a, a lot of things stacked up against um the independent creator uh just going through the direct market um but but kickstarter uh doesn't have those things it's it's sort of one-to-one -one. um and and so if you are a small to medium-sized publisher that has an existing platform um Kickstarter gives you a chance to to tell a story, you know, and and to and to connect with those directly, and I think that's a, a real game changer. Okay, so in the last uh, uh, third of the show here, let's talk about then your uh, your Kickstarter project. It's called Oxymoron. Yep. It is uh, a graph hardbound graphic novel. 
Uh, you've, like I said, you've got 245 backers. You got $13,000. Your goal was $8,500. So you've you've blown past your goal. You still have two weeks to go. Yeah. Uh, and you put a lot of. Uh, this is a fairly complex project here. You've got how many pledge levels do you have? <laughs> well, here's the thing, Richard. Um, I, it's st- it, it has gotten more complex as the as the Kickstarter has gone on. And so I've really decided to like when we first started, I think I only had about 10 pledge levels, um, maybe even less. Um, but what I really did was and, and um, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about it. I, I think one of the, the secret sauce of Kickstarter is that it, it applies and the Kickstarter platform so that it applies a lot of things that um, game designers and, and, and uh, gamers know are just good mechanics for, for sucking people in, you know, everything from the, the ticking time clock that starts as soon as the campaign launches to the all or nothing, you know, like get funded or, you know, hit your goal or, you know, try, try again, <laughs> um, mechanisms to the, the graphics and, and, um, watching your power bars go up as it, as it goes over. Um, and, and, um, and then what you're seeing, I think a lot of innovative, um, campaign managers and people that are running Kickstarter campaigns are, are finding things like, you know, you use the language of games, make it fun, you know, have unlocks, have surprise bonuses, have uh, other things that give you a chance to continue the story and continue the campaign. So that's that's really what I've been doing. So so yes, uh, the campaign is, is pretty complex now in terms of the the things that are out there. Um, and, and, and there are a fair, fair number of pledge levels and things Th- like that. 31, you have 31 <laughs> pledge levels, but, but, uh, 12, uh, I'd say, you know, a good, good half of those have been unlocked and were, were um, sort of announced, uh, that at, uh, 30% funding, I would be unlocking, uh, a new, a new pledge level. And, and, and honestly, um, some of the pledge levels, I've really treated this as an organic thing because some of the pledge levels I didn't, I didn't conceive in, the, in a million years uh, going into the campaign. You know, I had some ideas, but um, as I was finding out who's backing and, and what people are interested in, um, so, so one of the pledge levels, for example, was um, we have an Eisner uh, nominated writer that uh, contributed a, a story to the oxymoron. Um, so the, the, the chance to get the hardcover, and get a script critique for, from this, uh, this pro um, was snatched up like that. We, we put three of those up. They got snatched up immediately. And what I found was I have a lot of – there's a lot of comic creators that um, are backing this project. And, and, and I'm you know, – in interacting with people and finding out what they're interested in, it's allowed me to sort of tailor my uh, – tailor new pledges levels and things as the campaign is going. And, and you know – I think anybody can right now in, in 2012, anybody can put something for sale on the Internet. And when you do that and someone comes to you, it's a transaction. But but Kickstarter really get, allows you to have a campaign. And I think campaigns are about stories and surprise and, you know, uh, bringing people in and, and, and providing some entertainment and some excitement. And that's really what I've been trying to focus my campaign about. You know, it's not about, hey, give us money. It's about. Hey, you know, here's what we need to make something really cool. And now that we've hit that goal, um, it's all about how can we make this thing even better? And 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 at what at, at different pledge levels going forward, the 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 product that I originally wanted to make is just going to get better and better and better. And so that's that's really the approach that I've taken. Okay. 
And then we've got about uh, about three minutes left. Anything that uh, what have you learned then um, that what would you want to share to people who are kind of looking at doing something similar to you? Because honestly, when you look at this, Tyler, this looks overwhelming, right? If I was about to do a project, I'd look at this and go, oh, man, I can't do that. Yep. Well, um, I, I will point people to um, to comicstribe.com where I, I basically outlined um, my entire approach. And it now, you know, when I, I first posted this article, uh, the, the campaign had just started, but now it's a successful uh, approach. So, hey, you know, listen to me. But uh, Right. Well, um, you feel, but, but, it's working. Whatever you're doing seems to be working. But but yeah, I mean, I, I think setting the goal is important and figuring out what that what that goal is going to be. I would have loved to have the goal be two two or three thousand dollars less um, and and hit it earlier and just take the the uh, all the pressure off the beginning of the campaign. But um, but I did the math and, and you know something that came up in in your show the concept of a uh, you know a worst case success right. Uh, you know, I've seen a, a lot of examples of, of, of Kickstarters with people that just are, are, are mathematically challenged <laughs> and, uh, and don't factor in shipping and factor in all the costs of goods and, and, and take, you know, take all those things in, into account. So I think that's that's important. Um, another thing I just say is, is use the platform. Um, you know, Kickstarter is is uh, optimized for a clean and appealing user experience. Um, and And so, you know. You can put up more than one video on your Kickstarter page. You can put videos in your updates. Um, whenever possible, use images. Keep keep your updates short, concise, focused, and 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 visual. Um, and all of those things seem to be really be working. Um, and then I guess the, the the big surprise to me is just that the um, I think the Kickstarter audience and and the Kickstarter shoppers out that are out there is a, is a legitimate thing now. Um, I, I was pretty convinced that um i just have to rally my entire base my entire platform everybody that's aware of my stuff and if i did that maybe i would hit hit the goal and with some the help of some of the other contributors their their effort we, we, we could hit it but um you know the the number of international people that are finding this kickstarter campaign and coming on um seeing the people that are finding it through um through being you know a popular comic project just on kickstarter itself i think it's exciting because that there's it's there's it's clear there's a marketplace that's evolving there and that's a new marketplace that doesn't have the same restrictions that a direct market has the same barriers the same gatekeepers um so i, I think it's a very exciting time to be a creator of of anything right now and um you know i'm i'm excited that this worked out and uh and i hope some folks can can learn something from from what we did right and and uh, and I'm looking forward to who who are going to be the next game changers that are going to continue to evolve this platform because it's not I don't think we've seen anything yet, Richard. I don't either, and I know that those of us who have been involved with it, you and I talked about this earlier. You know, early on, and that's a relative term. You know, we've seen the changes, but I think that just it's it's entering into the public psyche, and we're just going to see a flood. And this isn't it's not missed out. Changes are going to happen, but it, right, but you but, haven't but, missed out. But and and I think another just good point about that is is the more people that come on the platform, the more people that sign up that do that first that that back that first project, then they're already in the system. You know, yep. getting uh, backing one project is a little bit of a hurdle. There's sign up process. There's other things, but the second project, it's it's easy as click click click. And and you know, I I've backed a ton of projects myself. 
um, just just because it, it's it's so smooth. It's so easy. It so, is. you know, while the, I think there will be a lot of hate when your Lady Gaga's or your Justin Bieber's or whatnot come on the platform and, and just absolutely dominate it. But um, but that's going to be bringing in more people to the Kickstarter audience. And I think um, savvy creators that have a good project and have a good plan are going to be able to take a lot of more advantage of that. You're right. That's our, uh, that's our time. We're up. That's 20 minutes. Uh, the show went by fast. Tyler, <laughs> thank you very much for uh, being on the show and uh, congratulations on your successful project. Thanks so much, Richard. I uh, had, a, had a good time talking to you. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. Our guest has been Tyler James. His project Oxymoron is on Kickstarter. It is a hardback graphic novel. Tyler is the, uh, the genius behind Comics Tribe. If you're interested in doing comics of any kind, go out and check out Comics Tribe. Lots of resources out there for you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you've been inspired by something you've heard. We certainly have uh, enjoyed having Tyler on the show. We look forward to seeing your project out there. Thank you for listening. Take care.